good morning and welcome to another edition of Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry with Dr. Tanya DeSano and the Prairie Dental Group. And uh, first of all, Dr. Tanya, I'm always I'm always worried when I hear about these hurricanes on the coast about your house in Florida. Is everything okay there? Are we all set? We hope so. We hope so. <laughs> I can't handle hurricanes anymore. I It's too stressful. And I feel so bad for all these people. They have all this damage. And then you just get past one and then you wake up and there's another one coming, you know? Um, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot. It's just a lot to deal with in all these fires on, on the West coast. And I've got so many dental friends in Oregon and in Portland that are just one, one of my friends sent me a, a photo out of his dental office and everything was orange and smoky and the air quality was really poor. And oh my goodness, it's such a scary thing. So, um, yeah, we just have to find those little happy moments, you know? Exactly. So it's you got to dig deep sometimes. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's, we all have to find a way, you know. This, um, you know, once we just have to have hope for a vaccine and hope that we can carry on with our normal lives soon. You know, it's every every day is just its own own set of issues. I've just learned that day to day, just what fires bring you today. And then, you know, the poor people in dentistry that have had all those problems because they couldn't get their routine dental care done are now emergencies now. So, um, you know, you don't need a toothache on top of everything else. That's the, that's the thing. So that's, we feel at Prairie Dental Group, that's the one thing we can do to help people is, you know, dental pain doesn't have to be part of their life. So there's enough issues we can't, cannot control. So that one, yeah, we can. So um, that's how we're looking at everything now. We're just trying to like get people their little happy moment. People have never been so happy to come to the dental office. They're so grateful that it's open and, and they can get care. So, you know, I I hear I hear every day how they're so excited to be here. I'm not used to hearing that every single day. <laughs> we hear it a lot, but we don't hear it every single day. So um, we're super excited about that. And we're really excited to be nominated um, in the running of five, I think, different dental offices for best dentist from the Illinois Times. That was a fun surprise. So we're we would we we won that, and we really want to win it again because now we know what that felt like to win. And whoever you know, you never you just want to win it again. Yeah, it's I, like the competitive nature of our office. You know, fun surprise. You're the five-time defending champion. It couldn't have been a surprise. Oh, we always are. We're very, you know, there's a lot of great, you know, Springfield's really blessed. We have awesome specialists, great dentists. Um, This is a great part of the country to have dental care. You know, it's not super costly like it would be in Beverly Hills. Um, You know, we have really great people in this town. I have a lot of really good friends that are dentists in this town, like some of my best friends, actually. So it is a big honor, and I love it. I love it, love it, love it so much. And, you know, I, I... Part of me secretly wants to win it, win it because last year they had a celebration. <laughs> I have to be careful because we have a lot of um, listeners in the Chicagoland area that listen to the show, and I know that they're listening to this. But last, <laughs> they're probably laughing at home with their coffee. But last year when they had the celebration, um, I had promised way before we knew about this date. Um, my aunt was turning seventy, and my uncle who just passed away that past year, you know, they were married 50 years. She 
I was living alone and um, she had never been to the beach ever in her whole life. She's really? seven years old and never been to the beach. So for her birthday, I was going to take her to Dustin to the beach for the first time. She was so excited. She talked about it for months. So we planned this trip and I scheduled myself out of the office for a day and we went for a long weekend. And then I found out we we won Best of Dennis and I was crying because I was so excited. And it, the celebration was the same weekend, Chris. Mm -hmm. Same same time. Now, how am I going to go tell my aunt <laughs> that I have to go to an event in town instead of taking her to the beach, right? Right. Uh, so I couldn't do it. I had to take her. I was trying to be like the good niece, you know, and my staff was so sad. They're like, just reschedule. And I said, oh, but I can't. She's so looking forward to it. So anyway, the office, um, maybe you saw this, Chris, I'm not sure. They made a big flathead uh -huh. of me, of my face. So yep. whenever my whole office went to accept this award and my other dentist went, uh, they had a big poster, like my flathead. So like I was there. <laughs> <laughs> and then they FaceTimed me, so I was there. So it was really cute. I got to be at both places at the same time in a way, so that was fun. And I never did tell my aunt because I didn't want her to feel bad. But um, I want to, you know, if there is a celebration, there might not be because of COVID, but, you know, I just want to be able to go. So anyway, it, we're, we're really excited. We love to love to do it. Love your vote. And I voted last night. And I, it's pretty easy. You just put your name and your email and your zip code. So, um that was really exciting. So I, we, we, I don't know, Chris, I know we've won it before. This would be our sixth year, but every, ugh, it's just awesome. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. awesome to think that your peers and your patients put you in that light unsolicited. I mean, I didn't even know we were, I, you know, we were, we've been so busy. I wasn't aware that nominations had happened. So we got noticed that we were in this running and I thought, Oh my goodness, that was the fall because it was my aunt's birthday. I made the connection and I hadn't realized that even happened. So yeah, it was you know, really cool. I was going to bring that up to you too, because you know, I, the, the, your, your posts on Facebook for Prairie Dental Group come up regularly in my newsfeed and I hadn't seen anything about the award, you know, so you guys really are swamped right now you know because usually when it's award time i'll see a post saying hey we'd be honored if you nominated us or whatever you know like i see for other businesses too hadn't seen that all year from you guys so uh that, yeah. that truly is a unsolicited uh, uh nod of approval from the patients of prairie dental group and that's really cool it was really cool. We were really surprised and then almost embarrassed that we didn't know what was going on at the same time. We should be more in tune to that, but um, we're just that focused on our patients right now. We have a lot of people to see and a lot of people waiting for care. We're working every day and um, we've made a lot of progress and people are really patient and we have been really doing a great job. If people cancel for whatever reason, we are able to get people right in. So you know, between working extra hours and working on, you know, like a cancellation type list, we've had a lot of really good success. So, um, and then pair that with patients being so flexible, it's been really great. You know, people have just been awesome. So we've gotten a lot done and I'm, I'm not sure we'll ever truly catch up still for a little while. Um, but that's okay. We're working on it and we, we feel good about it every day that we've made a lot of progress and we're, everybody's this way. It's not just Prairie Dental Group. I mean, it's every dentist. We're all just trying to do the best we can. So um, it's been great. And we're, we're excited about it. So there's been a lot of um, changes 
um, locally as well. And, and it's come to like our attention just from other patients that some of the places that patients used to receive aesthetic care, like Botox and filler, are no longer in business. So we've had an influx of patients wanting um, aesthetic things, you know, just different type of aesthetic procedures that involve Botox and filler. And um, I'm not sure people really realize that, you know, dentists can really make such a difference with so many different kind of dental aesthetic conditions. So, you know, Botox has such a great place in dentistry. Um, it helps us so much on a day-to-day basis with people that suffer from clenching and grinding and muscle pain. So that's been an exciting turn too, because we love to treat those kind of cases because it's such an instant before and after. So we've been doing a lot with that too lately, which has been fun. And, um, maybe we can talk more about that at the break. Yeah, that sounds good. We can take a break right now if you want to. 743 here. Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry continues on WMAY at 92.7, and 9.70 a.m. Back to Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry with Dr. Tanya DeSanto. Stay informed. Stay connected with WMAY on 92.7, 94.7, and 9.70 a.m. We're back on Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry with Dr. Tanya DeSanto and the Prairie Dental Group. Dr. Tanya, good morning. Good morning. It's great to be here. We um, we were talking a little bit about the break about um, Botox and dermal fillers. They've taken such a huge stand in dentistry lately. It's something we've been doing for a really long time, but it's just something that's grabbed more and more attention nationally in, in the profession of dentistry because of all of the great things that it can do around the perioral and the oral areas. I mean, there's no question that Botox and dermal fillers are well known for like their aesthetic results in terms of um, smooth skin, replacing lost volume in the face, like especially in the in the perioral areas. But Botox is essentially a muscle relaxer. And then dermal fillers like Juvederm and Restylane, those are volumizers or plumpers. So, you know, once a person, a physician, a plastic surgeon, or a dentist has been trained on these procedures and thoroughly understands like the anatomy, the physiology, uh, the pharmacology, you know, dealing with the adverse reactions, everything else there is to know about them. Um, you learn more and more about the therapeutic uses in dentistry for functional as well as dental aesthetic purposes. You know, sometimes you fix the function and you gain the aesthetics right next to it that follows. So, um, You know, we have so many helpful uses for Botox and dermal fillers in dentistry. And like one example, and I'm going to tell you like just different things we've saw in the past week, you know, um, a patient really struggling with TMJ and facial pain, you know, this type of procedure where people are just grinding and clenching, this haunts like dentists, you know, these type of patients just haunt us for years because, you know, they're the most frustrating cases. We want to help people and sometimes we can and sometimes we can't. So, um, but 85% of these cases are almost always muscle related. So as dentists, like we concentrate our first line on occlusion and teeth and then later the muscles. So we've been in dentistry overall, we've, it's, it's been time lately that we're rethinking this type of treatment progression and, you know, Botox now comes along the road. So, you know, in the last few years, Botox is now like therapeutically being used for facial pain and temporal mandibular disorders. So, 
my patient this past week, you know, struggles, grinds. He's grinded so much. He's broken two night guards. That's a lot of grinding. And you just see the muscles. You can palpate them and see them in his face. They're just really heavy, and his teeth are getting flat. So, you know, we want to eliminate this muscle muscle pathology. So this is where Botox is going to come in and just do the trick. So once we go ahead and we treat this joint and relax the muscle, it's really easy to fix the bite because it's just all of a sudden you've got that complicated factor off the plate. So it's, it's interesting how it works. Um, it's not, it's not difficult, but the science behind it is fascinating. So, I mean, what does Botox do? I mean, that's a lot of people. That's the main question. Some people just ask me, I mean, basically it's, it relaxes your muscle. So you want, it decreases all this heavy muscle activity. And I mean, the, the easy version, the short version or the scientific version, I can answer it in any way you want. But, um, basically, you know, there's a vessel of acetylcholine and it's, it's binding to this membrane where the neurotransmitter can be released. So, you know, it's blocking the release of acetylcholine by this neuron. So what happens, it's really effectively weakening your muscle. And it usually lasts about three to four months. So I've learned over the years that, you know, there's there's research that shows there's a little bit of muscle memory when you're at the end stage of your Botox. So basically what it turns into is, you know, you'll get a little more life out of that Botox. It may last a little bit longer than three to four months. For instance, when people come in for their dental cleanings, it's very common for us to touch up their Botox at their dental cleanings. So that would be every six months. They usually know it's wearing off and they want, they know they're coming in. And so we just combine all that. It's just a, it takes about two minutes <laughs> so people can get their dental cleaning and get their Botox touched up as part of their routine six month checkup. So, you know, the, my long-term Botox patients, it lasts for a good, you know, six months. And there's other kinds too. We offer all ranges. You know, there's botulism. There's three different kinds. There's a type A and a type B. And, you know, in dentistry, we're using the type A. So those are, there's Botox, there's Dysport, there's Zeman. They're all different price points. Um, I have a long conversation about my favorites and what I use for wear and what my feelings are about each of the three kinds that we can, out, you know, that's for another day. <laughs> that, that could take another hour to talk about why I use what for wear. Um, but I definitely have enough experience in each of them to know that I have a favorite on different situations or what I would recommend in a certain situation. So, um, but back to my patient, um, you know, his temporal mandibular joint problems, the pressure, he was having so much excessive biting forces. Um, you know, you can give appliance after appliance, adjust his bite. All of these things are never going to take the pressure away and the teeth are going to continue to be destroyed. So his first response to me was Botox. And he gave me that look like, what? <laughs> It just never, and I, I spent a lot of time explaining because he thought I was doing, you know, some aesthetic procedure on him and he's yeah. not interested in that. He's 64 years old exactly. and he's a farmer. And I think I did, uh, had the same reaction when you talked about Botox on the air. I mean, not to me personally, you know, doing it, but, but when I heard Botox, I was like, what? You know, yeah. And right. I've always, I've always he, heard of that as a filler. He gave me that look. It was funny. He's a farmer. And he just, he said, now, now listen. <laughs> 
<laughs> I knew I had some explaining to do. However, yeah. I won him over and he figured out, you know, I said, well, you're going to keep breaking your teeth and you're going to need more root canals and you're going to crack teeth. And this is not going to go away. We have got to relax this powerful muscle. So, um, you know, it takes about three to five days to activate. And I'm only bringing this case up because he activated Friday, just yesterday. So we did a little post-op visit on him yesterday, and he is singing our praises. He looks better. He feels better. You know, your facial features change a little bit when you just have that prominent triangle at your jawbone because you're just grinding. You can have the visual even where you've got that really heavy, just uh, jaw muscle. You know, it smooths out. It thins out your face a little bit. And so you could see a change in him. And he said, you know, I just feel better. My headaches are gone. You know, he sits there on his tractor. It's corn season. He's sitting on his tractor. He's not hurting anymore. And he's not grinding anymore. And and he said, well, he was, he said, you know, Dr. Tassano, I'm mad at you. And I thought, oh, what? <laughs> it took me by surprise. He said, this is, this feeling is only going to last four months. <laughs> I said, well, I laughed. I said, well, that's the good thing and the bad thing about Botox. It's, you know, the good thing is, is, you know, if you don't like it, it only lasts three or four months. The bad thing is it only lasts three or four months. <laughs> so, um, he is going to keep re-upping re it and he can see the changes. And so it just really relieves, you know, this whole myogenic component of um, muscle, you know, the spastic muscle, bruxism, external stressors, all of that, this whole psychomotor behavior that is common with factors of, you know, temporal mandibular disorders. It really relieves all that. It's, um, it's, it's, you know, it's very, it's not necessarily invasive. It's irreversible. It's, it's not that expensive. You know, Botox is charged by the unit. So how many units are you going to use is the question. You know, relieving, a, relaxing a temporal mandibular joint muscle, that's probably the one area of the face that would use the most Botox. But in, in comparatively, you know, if you keep breaking teeth to crowns and eating root canals, this Botox bill is nothing, you know, it's just peanuts compared to what, you know, one tooth would cost you. So sometimes it's just very necessary because you just have so many physiological factors that are, you know, all this destruction being caused by forces that you're doing this yourself. So that's my favorite case. That's as recent as of yesterday. That's why it comes to mind. And that's why I wanted to talk about things today because I thought, you know, and his name is Jim. I'm thinking there's a lot of gyms out there, you know, that probably don't know this is an option. And it really changed his life. And it was really worth the story because, um, you know, people like him suffer every day for this. And I told him, full disclosure, that I was going to talk about him on the air. And um, I told him, I said, you listen in because I'm going to talk about your story on the air tomorrow. So I don't know if he's listening or not, but I kind of have a feeling he is. <laughs> so. Um, it's good. It's a good story. And I'm really proud of it because it was, um, you know, psychologically, it was just interesting because I just knew he wasn't going to do this. And yet in my head, I thought he needs this so much. How am I going to just convince this man that this is what he needs to do? Because he'll thank me a thousand times later. And so I knew it was worth just spending a lot of time with him and just really trying to tell him, hey, this is a whole different way to rethink this issue. Because he came to me for a new night guard. That's what he came to me for. Um, he had been frustrated with his first dentist. He had been frustrated with his second dentist because they both made him, uh, he calls them crappy night guards. Well, they weren't crappy night guards. They were actually kind of pretty good night guards. He just broke them. 
And and he was breaking them for huge. There's not a night guard I could have made for him either. And I didn't want to be victim number three. You know, I could have made him another night guard. That wasn't really the issue. But there was just a bigger problem going on. So now that his muscles relaxed, I have no problem making him a new night guard. This night guard will last him a long time. And he's going to have to keep up the Botox because it's his answer. So, you know, there's just, it's really expanded our way to help people, you know, bringing fillers and Botox into the dental practices nationally. It's just opened up a whole gamut of therapy for us to be able to work with people and get people comfortable and fix different muscle pathologies. And um, at this point, you know, once you fix that, we can go ahead and we can treat the occlusion or the actual joint more easily and more accurate than ever before. So um, there's a lot of things that, you know, we do for people with this, with, with these different therapies. So, um, you know, gummy smiles is another one. And sometimes people, um, you know, if their smile's asymmetrical, they sometimes want to come in for veneers. They want longer teeth or, um, they want to do a little bit of, you know, one patient was looking into jaw surgery because their, their face was so, um, it wasn't, it wasn't even or balanced was the quote, the words that they were using. So, you know, there's a lot of different things, you know, you can reestablish lip volume for proper phonetics with, with filler, um, in Botox, you can, you know, lengthen, you know, lips so that you're, you show like less gum tissue and more teeth. You don't necessarily need longer veneers. You need to lower the lip. So you have to look at it from a, a different point of view. So you have to listen to what patients are telling you because oftentimes in my world, people come in and they say, I want this when really you look at what their endpoint is on what they want and give them all kinds of ways to get there that they've never thought about. Because oftentimes there's easier ways to get their, their endpoint, you know, get them to the finish line in a really easy way. So, you know, it's not uncommon for someone for, you know, to come into our office and say, you know, I really want longer teeth. These teeth are too short and they smile wide and they have a lot of gum tissue showing and they don't really need longer teeth. If you measure up the central incisors and their smile line and you go through the, the, the six front teeth and, and measure each tooth and, and they fall into a range that's, you know, clinically acceptable, it's probably because they have a lot of gum tissue and maybe they need to lower their lip a little bit. So, um, you know, there's different ways to look at things. We, um, can use dermal fillers also like um, adding more uh, lip or perioral volume around the mouth for retention for removable prosthetics. You know, elderly people that don't have, they've lost a lot of collagen and they don't have a lot of lip support and they're having a hard time holding in their dentures. They don't have a lot of bone. They're not candidates for implants. So what do people do? You know, where can they go to for options for, for, for denture support? And sometimes filler works really, really well. And, and you can just add a little bit, enough for them to use their, their lip musculature to hold in their denture better. That's a really great option, too. Um, so many therape therapeutic uses for these things in, in the scope of dentistry. Um, another thing is... is people that have like little black triangles or holes in between their teeth. That's a really common one in an aesthetic world. They can love their veneers. And on that, we have to run.